0: On this episode of Inside Boxing Live, we have some big fights to talk about. way, uh, versus Fulton. Looks like it's coming uh, to the finish line. Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis. All things are looking good for that. Uh, we got Plant Benavidez. We got a big fight over on zone this weekend. The middleweight division um, with Liam Smith and Chris Eubank. Good things are happening. Let's talk about it. What is up, everybody, and welcome into another edition of Inside Boxing Live. It is a product of John Boy Media, Dan Canobio, with the former world champion, Chris Algieri. And Chris, these are the type of episodes where I run to the microphone, where I am jacked up, because literally out of nowhere, we got a flurry of boxing news, fights that fans want to see, Really changed my thoughts on the first half schedule, which I thought was going to look good. But now it's looking like a slam dunk. The biggest news of the boxing uh, week is Niwa Inouye and Stephen Fulton have agreed to terms on a super fight late May, early June ESPN+. Plus. This came out of nowhere, but I could not be more happy because I think it is one of the best fights you could make in boxing. I'm fired up.
1: Yeah, I, obviously I'm fired up as well. We've been speaking about this for for weeks and months. And I don't know, I think for, for once, I think I was optimistic CA in in thinking about this fight because I did see this fight happening. And I thought that the best chance for this fight happening was right now because anyway, he's just moving up. It's going to be his first foray into into a new weight division where Fulton has been king for a while. Him going away just didn't make sense. Like, why don't I hang back for one more loser draws the biggest money he's probably going to make in, in the near in the near future possibly ever so why 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 leave that in the in the rear view where you can take it right now and potentially win because I do think stylistically Fulton can prevent can provide a lot of issues for for Inuit
0: it's the undisputed champ at 118 pounds in in a way pound for pound top three versus the unified champ at 122 and he damn well should be undisputed Uh, That is Stephen Fulton. He's regarded as the best at 122. The power and speed of Inoue versus the size and relentlessness of Fulton. Like this to me is like what boxing is all about. You know, it's like it's it's Mm -hmm. taking chances. It's best versus best in their prime. Zero negotiations played out in the in the press. It was just like, yep, we have an agreement. It's a big ass fight. It's gonna be it's best versus best in their prime. Like. This is the fight that fight fans should get excited about. This is the anti Spence Crawford. Uh it's the anti some of the the heavyweight uh you know games that that they play. And shout out to to Stephen Fulton because he didn't have to take this fight. He could have easily went to 126 with a lot of names under the PBC banner and fought Brendan Figueroa in a rematch, which many were reporting, which turned out not to be true, or many of the other guys uh, at, at featherweight. But like you said, Chris, he is saying, you know what? I'm taking my th- my career into my hands right now. This might be the best chance to beat Inouye, and I give him a pretty good shot to beat him because of his size and, like we said, his his uh, relentlessness, because I don't think Inouye has faced a a fighter-like uh Stephen Fulton and especially not the size of Stephen Fulton he's like yeah I'll go to Japan I'll make a bag and I will fight uh, a huge fight with a huge risk but if I win I'm looking I'm in the top five pound for pound and this is one of the most impressive wins if Fulton could pull it off uh in boxing yeah
1: that's one thing I love about the lighter weights it's similar to what we see with the uh with with the ladies the females It, it these fights happen There's not all this gamesmanship of moving around and making this happen, and it never comes out, never comes to be. These fights get made. You know, the the population is so small for the guys who can actually make money. They love fighting each other, and and we love that. That's what boxing is all about. But yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those dream matchup type fights. And I mean, if it can live up to to what it is on paper, I mean, forget it. It's going to be a a massive, massive fight, potentially the fight of the year type stuff.
0: Yeah, it's going to be on ESPN Plus. It's going to be on early in the morning, like we've seen in a way, and it's going to be in Japan. And the reason for that is just simply like in a way, he's only fought once over here in the States or twice. I think he fought many years ago and then they brought him back in 2020 in the bubble. Um, But he's a massive draw in in Japan. The fight is huge in Japan. It's going to break all sorts of uh, gate records in japan stephen fulton very good fighter but not the biggest ticket seller like i saw some yeah. rumblings on twitter like oh this fight should be in the u.s this fight should be in the u.s no no no. this is about maximizing no, the shouldn't. dollar this is about maximizing yeah. as much the earning potential of both these fighters you know this is about putting it in in japan where Inoue is an absolute star right now and like you said like these young, the, the reason these these lower weights fights happen because it seems like the lower weights and the women too, they can they see the potential or they they see the moment and they and they go for it. You know they seize the moment like this is Fulton's moment to make the most money he could possibly make. For, uh, obviously, reminds in a way, a of- go ahead. I
1: was gonna say it reminds me a lot of your your broadcast partner here. I see a moment. I I always <laughs> took them my whole career every chance I had. Listen, I was a ticket seller. I didn't have to go to Macau to fight back. Yeah, they they brought it up and I was like, yeah, you know it's a ring. Let's let, let's fight. I went and but. You got to pay me. That's what I mean. It's like, yeah,
0: after Bravonikov, you could have took, took a, uh, you know, a, a hometown defense or, you know, fought anywhere in the tri-state area. But, you know, Manny Pacquiao came around and that's something that yeah. you hop on and you take that payday because we've said many times in the show, it's all about getting paid. You're, you're a prize fighter. And I think that's what Fulton saw here. He's like, yeah, uh, you know, the PBC way in, is to go in-house, right? fight guy like brendan figueroa again at 126 and uh mark maxio 126 and and uh some of the other names
1: which which are good fights the mega fight especially i I like that fight but yeah max is now fighting
0: figueroa which i think is an awesome fight
1: that's a good fight too and again it goes back to what we just said about these these small guys fighting each other but even back to like what i was what you said i mean yeah money's one thing but also Stephen fulton is there to be great like me, like I, yeah, I could have fought another fight, and then probably could have got to pack a knockout fight later, and and some of that money. But I want I wanted to fight the, the best just in case the opportunity didn't present itself again. And it seemed like with Stephen Fulton, if he didn't take this fight now, it wasn't going to happen down the line. So he, but, he's daring to be great, not on top of trying to make that extra that extra money.
0: Great point. Because like I said, if he wins, I mean, he's catapulted in the top five. He's it's the it's the probably the best win in boxing in the last couple of years. I mean, I, it would be hard to find another one like that. Maybe Usyk over. Josh for the first time, but no, it's not the same. Inoue is is regarded as top three, maybe best fighter in the yeah. world. And you're gonna go over to one Japan. of the
1: scariest men on on the planet. One of the scariest guys out there.
0: Uh Cliff Rold, who is a great follow on on Twitter at rolled Boxing. He does a lot of work for, for Boxing Scene. Had some fun facts on Inoue versus uh Fulton. Inoue will be Fulton's fourth straight. Uh, foe ranked in the top 10 by the uh, TBR board and or the Ring Magazine and the first lineal champ uh, way has ever faced. It's Fulton's 10th undefeated opponent and 5th in his last 6 fights. And some more here. Wow. Fulton will be way's 3rd straight top 10 foe, 8th in his last 10 and the 4th division where he's facing someone ranked uh number 1 by either, uh both of those ratings boards. So this is like the fight where you can find superlatives. You can find all different ways to describe it, and it makes sense because it's not too late. It's the daring to be great aspect for Fulton, who is the best 122 pounder. And then you got Inaway, Way, if you think about it from his side of things, like a Way now going for his fourth weight class, and his first fight is against the best fighter at 122. And he potentially he's undisputed at 118, won a whole slew of other titles in, in those lower weights. He wins this fight against Fulton. It's it. I think it solidifies any doubters that uh, of in a way and it also makes him the unified champion in 122 and then he's on his way to becoming undisputed there i mean the the stakes are ridiculous in this fight and i think do think it's going to be a good fight too we'll get to that in a second
1: like the stakes are high (laughs) they're huge you can't get any bigger for this this is the best part of boxing i do hope though that on the other end of this no matter who wins that these guys are catapulted into the into the, the mainstream eye. It's so difficult for these lighter weights to get recognized by by people just outside of the sport, even casuals. They, they, people seem to care less about the smaller weights, unfortunately. The way, women used to be the same way. Now they're getting they're getting huge exposure. I just hope that either one of these guys, or both these guys, really that after this fight, I hope they put on a great show. But I hope that the world recognizes how good these guys are and that they should be headlining. They should be on major shows and that people should be talking about them other than us.
0: Right. I, I think it's, this is like the hardcore fans, like super fight. And yeah, exactly. it, it should be a fight. It's a fight you tell your friends to watch. I mean, it'll be on. It's like six, 5.00 AM, six in the morning. That's yeah, just because it, the economics of it.
1: It's something we've talked about on probably four shows in the past, you know, <laughs> six shows that we've had. But like, if I were to bring this up to my buddies at the bar, they're not going to have any idea who these guys are. And that yeah. that's
0: that's unfortunate. We know who they are, and the people that listen yeah. to the show know who they are. And I'm wearing my big fight feels shirt that you can get at the John Boy nice. shop, um, because these are these are big fights. We're gonna keep talking about big fight feels. Um, lastly, on this Noa Fulton fight, in, in terms of in the ring, Inouye, uh you know how good he is. Um, sixth in plus minus at plus 13.9. Uh, he's top three in jabs landed per round, a slew of knockouts. Then you got Fulton, who. His last three fights is really impressive. You know, 70 punches per round, 40% connect rate, 22% jab connect rate. And that Leo fight really stood out to me. That's when I think he really came on the scene is because previous to that fight, Fulton was averaging, I think it was like 14 of 50 per round, which is pretty marginal numbers for that weight class. 50 punches thrown. You know, that's that's not enough in, in, in that weight class. But in that Leo fight, he, was, he averaged 30 of 99. Like, he doubled his offensive output, and from and since that fight on, he's been, like, relentless. Look at that Figueroa fight. He just stood in the pocket and was willing to throw 70, 75, 80 punches around, you know, topping out at 100 in some rounds. So he's going to bring, like, something that, that Inouye has not seen. Well, well, on paper, we think so. Well, I, I don't know <laughs> if Fulton will open up as much and, and be willing to throw 70 punches around because Inouye will just time him. And we saw what he did to Donair, uh, twice. We saw what he did to, to Maloney. So we did to a lot of guys at the lower weights, like he is precise counterpuncher too. So that's an interesting aspect of this fight. It's like the power and the timing of Inouye versus Fulton's willing to stand and trade on the inside and kind of use his uh, physical attributes over In- Inouye.
1: Yeah. Stylistically and strategically, this is an interesting matchup. It's really going to come down to power. Really it's going to come down to power and chin. So if Inouye can bring that, Wanted power from 118 up with them to 122, while also, if Fulton's chin can stand up to him, then we have a fight. And like you said, anyways, uh, not used to somebody who's going to throw some, as many punches as Fulton generally does. If he can deal with the, if he can deal with anyways' power, or if anyways' power comes up with him, uh, or doesn't come up with him, we have a real fight. But if anyways' power is what it is down to 118, the more punches you throw, the more openings there are, and the more Fulton's going to get hurt. And the more he's going to shell up, and the less he's actually going to punch, and we might have, in a way, looking like in a way normally does, and walking guys down, beating them the hell up. So it really, that's really the question. I think it's going to be a great fight because I think Fulton is big enough that he'll be able to take the shots. I think he's solid enough because he's been in with with top guys. And I just think when you're going into a new weight class, you're not truly that weight class yet. Sure, he grew out of one eighteen, but he's not going to be a true one twenty two pounder when they meet in the ring. That's, that's why nice. I think it was smarter for Fulton to take this fight now because in a couple fights. When, when Inouye is a full 122 pounder, full-fledged is growing into the weight class, it's a whole different thing. We saw that with Bud Crawford. Bud eventually became a full-fledged welterweight once he moved up from Undisputed at 140. Because for a while there, he wasn't. You know, he had the power and, he, and the timing. But some of these guys were able to last a little bit. Once he got to, like, like Kel Brook, for example, then he was a true welterweight. He's not going to Kel Brook out with a jab. That's, it, 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 it changes as you get used to a weight class. You become more accustomed to it. Um, you know, and I think that the when this fight is happening makes it the most the most competitive it can be.
0: Good points, Chris. Uh, I love this fight. Um, Look for it to be finalized pretty soon and announced. <clears throat> and it's going to be on ESPN Plus, uh, late May, uh, early June. Hello, my friends. The NFL action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl Fifty Seven divisional round in full swing. My Giants cannot be stopped. Check out DraftKings Sportsbooks, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5, and you can get up to 200 in bonus bets instantly, plus all new and existing customers can take a shot at even bigger payout. With DraftKings stepped up, same game parlays. So all you got to do is boost your NFL winnings. What you want to do is boost your NFL winnings, right? Each leg up to 100%. I have a... Parlay on the books right now in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Saquon Barkley, two touchdowns, and the Giants' money line. I'm going to be rich after this hits. You, too, can be rich with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Just go ahead, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code IBL. That is this show, IBL. And with that, new customers can bet $5 on the NFL Divisional Round, which is upcoming. And get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook uh, with code IBL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Back to the show. Some other news in the boxing world. Uh, Ryan Garcia, you see this signed the contract. De La Hoya posted it tagged the wrong tank on on instagram thought that was kind of funny a <laughs> boomer moment from from oscar uh but Ryan garcia has signed his end of the of the deal uh this now this contract it said it was revised a little bit will be sent over to, to the pbc they're all gung-ho for this fight my showtime sources are telling me they're very very optimistic all systems go that's what they said they're looking at april 15th And barring something unforeseen, which is not out of the realm of possibility here, we will get Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis, April 15th.
1: I'm not holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath. So that contract means nothing to you? Nope. I can see this fight not happening. With all the things going on with Tank Davis outside of the ring, with his pending trials and and whatever, uh, with, with how erratic... Uh, ryan garcia can be from time to time pulling out of fights or you know outside of the ring troubles as well i don't know i think there's a lot of things that can go wrong between now and that fight happening and uh, i'm going to take my my pessimistic ca stance on this one
0: there are a lot of things outside that that some fans don't want to talk about or they get upset when we talk or that episode where, where the tank preview episode we did saw a few comments like i can't believe you guys brought up tanks legal issues like that that's part of the story we didn't give opinions. I didn't say who was right and who was wrong. I literally laid out the timeline, and the fight was nearly off until it was back on. Like there was a trial for for Toronto Davis with some serious accusations and some serious penalties if he is found guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. I I do believe in that. And if something happens there, that could derail the fight. I mean, that's that. These are facts. Like these are all. It's all part of the equation in in this sport. And and that's simply
1: it. Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, we didn't talk, we didn't speak much about it at all. But I was more concerned about the the other the other issue, the hit and run stuff that yeah. he actually has trials, you know, scheduled for. You know, the other thing was was hearsay, basically. But it it was affecting the fight, and it was actually affecting him mentally because he was, he he was posting things, saying that. And that that was where we were coming from. Um, in terms of you know what he does outside of the ring, that's either, neither here nor there. But if it's going to affect the fight, we're going to talk about it. And right. I don't know. I, I could see that. I can see it on both ends from these guys. I'm not saying it's not just solely tank. Both guys have had trouble outside of the ring, whether it be uh, legal or mental. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it, it affects if fights happen or not. And that's, that's, that leaves a lot of question marks for me, even with a contract.
0: So I'm hoping all that obviously goes away. And I'm sure you are too. This is a fight we want to see. Um, let's awesome hope, fight. Exactly. Let's hope everything has the biggest fight in, in terms of commercial. You know, in a way, Fulton's a big one for the fight fans and the essence of the sport and, and, and all that. But Tank, Ryan, those are the type of fights that you need boxing to have to, to keep it healthy and, uh, you know, to bring mainstream eyeballs to it in a way that YouTube boxing simply can't. Like, this is a real fight, and these are two of the most popular fighters. We've talked about this fight. Ad Nauseam, uh, when it's actually announced and there's, uh you know... The venue and the the official announcement and doing press conferences. We will have uh, an emergency podcast to really get into it. But uh, Ryan, its end is signed, and uh, we'll see how this plays out. If there's going to be a rollout next week, I was told too. Like Showtime rolls out their full schedule, Uh, big presentation. I heard that's coming uh, in the next couple days too. Uh, Big fight. We have a date for this one, Chris. We have a date. We have a venue. Showtime pay per view. Caleb Plant, David Benavides. Holy shit! Great fight. 168 pounds. One of the top five fights you can make. Love it. Uh, Really good fight at 168. Makes all the sense in the world. These two have been circling each other for a long time. They do not like each other. That's always a great part of the build-up to the fight. Inside the ring, you got the brawling offensive mastermind of David Benavidez versus Slick. Jab, move new newfound power for Caleb plant lot at on the line. This fight, a winner gets right back into the uh, Canelo stakes. I'm just happy to see we have a date for it. And I'm happy that it's somewhat soon, March 25th plant. Panavitas.
1: Love this fight. So another fight that we've been talking about a lot. Hey, no, you're pretty good at this. You're putting this in order of, of how excited we are about the matchups. I know how to plan. I see what you're doing. I I see what you're, I see what you're doing here. That I, uh, I like that but uh yeah this is this is one of those fights and really i mean it's the third in the line of these great these great fights but that's the thing these fights are so great like we have been talking to where blue in the face about Inoue and, and fulton hoping that and it came out of nowhere um tank and, and ryan is this is a massive massive event but this this is a great fight that makes sense it makes total sense for these guys to be fighting right now and we rarely see that in boxing and i'll tell you this this fight's going to happen I am very optimistic about this fight coming coming together. Because both these guys are hungry. Both these guys are hungry. We have a date. Um, both these guys are, are 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 working like guys. They're going to go out there. They're they're reliable. But uh, yeah, I think stylistically this is this is such a cool matchup because I mean, Caleb Plant is got great legs, great jab, super slick, and has all the skills in the world to win this fight. And you're going to need him in order to beat Benavides. But Benavides is just such a beast he is chaos in the ring he's coming forward he throws tons of punches you're the numbers guy you'll go over that i'm sure i got plenty of but uh, he's got he's got power he's durable he takes a punch really well and his conditioning is is off the charts so i mean it's this this is an awesome awesome fight and it's one of those ones that's it's a can't miss good fight
0: yeah benavidez uh lands 38 of his total punches that's number one in boxing number one he's the most accurate puncher wow Ranks number three wow. in power connect rate. 46.3. That's a number three. It's only behind Tank and Lomachenko. He's number four in punches landed per round. Uh, he's top five in jabs landed per round. Um, those are all the punches you can possibly throw in a fight. Uh, the thing with Benavidez is... <laughs> I mean, if we had more metrics, he would probably be at the top of it. But the thing with Benavidez is... is He has these numbers, and they're very impressive. and And you can only fight who's in front of you. But it's just like the level of competition that he's fought. It's not been up to some of the other names on, on, on these lists. And it's, it lacks a little depth. And, and that's going to change, though, now when he fights Caleb Plant. It's going to be the best opponent that Benavidez has ever faced for Plant. I mean, he's faced Canelo. Uh, doesn't get any, any better than that. Top five pound for pound guy. Um, the new power of Plant is a new wrinkle um, to this fight. Obviously, knocking Durrell out arguably knockout of the year you have Benavidez side of the camp you know kind of floating out PED stuff you know Breadman Edwards who's now the trainer of plant had to dispel that that's always like a I feel like that's could be like a compliment right it's like oh you can't like you're knocking guys out now you must be on PEDs Caleb like I, I hate when they bring that shit up because that's like Javante Davis was doing that with Ryan Garcia too
1: yeah, I mean, it, it happened to me, too, when I was undefeated never, and I never got tired. So, it was like, guys, ah, got to be on PEDs. And I got asked that a lot. I know come up, a couple of my opponents had brought that up early on. but um, yeah, On PEDs, think, but, you're on it, avocado, bro. That's right. I'm on I'm on perfect nutrition and, and lots of sleep. Damn but uh, I think plant – I don't know if it's newfound power. Yeah, yeah Darrell's been been durable in the past, but Darrell was 38 years old. It's, yeah. just, it's different. Perfect you know, shot, hit. Yeah, perfect shot. Um, it only takes one punch in this sport, no matter who you are. And it was a beautiful shot. It was a body, double left hook, body head, boom. They were, they were throwing at the same time. It was a head on collision, perfect shot on the chin. And like I said, thirty eight year old brains don't take the punches the same way that twenty eight year old brains do. So it, it's just, I don't know. I, I would, I think, I think it, the market's still out on on whether Plant is a a, a true boxer puncher now or um, just a boxer. Um, but you know, it. I don't think it's the power is going to be that much that really play a part in this one as much anyway in this fight anyway because he's not going to go power for power with with Benavides. Benavides just throws too many punches. He just has to box smart. He has to use his legs. Um, power always matters, but I don't know. I don't think I don't think it's going to be that type of fight.
0: Yeah, I can see two things happening here. I can see Plant kind of outboxing Benavides and making him miss and kind of making him look foolish in there. Which mm-hmm. I, I don't I do think that. that's going to be the case, but that's how I think see Plant winning, or Benavidez just like wears him down, and just stops him late, similar to the Canelo Plant fight. Um,
1: yeah, I I see both. I think those both scenarios. I see them both happening. I see Plant uh, outboxing uh, Ben Benavidez early and looking looking like he's going to be the new man, and then him starting to wet, fall apart, and fall apart the seams as Benavidez really turns up the heat, similar to the to the Canelo fight. And either gets stopped later or loses a decision.
0: Yeah, plant has the best defense at 168. Gets hit with the least amount of punches. Um, Benavidez. I like want I you said, to look.
1: I want you to look this up though, since you're the numbers guy. I want yeah. you to look up. Um,
0: I have to charge you for this. Plant.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I I, I got my checkbook out. The uh, plant fights. I want to yeah. know what how his how his defense is in the last six rounds versus the last the first six rounds. Oops. You want to see Zucate, output? Everything. His numbers for the last six, you know, ir- irregardless of what he did in the first six. Right. Because I've seen him in the, like the Uzekate fight, for example, he's cruising through. Uzekate looks like he's going to stop him, drops him twice. It's in total control. Uzakate battles back in the end. Plank got yeah. hit a lot. Was surviving toward the end of the fight. Um, the Canelo fight started out great. Was being very, very competitive. Fell apart at the seams. And, get, and then obviously got stopped late. Um. So that that's. I think the second half of this fight is really where this fight is going to be won or lost.
0: Yeah, I'll be interested. If I, I'm gonna look that up. So now, piqued my interest of seeing, like, if this volume go down, like, does mm-hmm. the opponent punch percentage go up? I mean, it probably does. I mean, usually the stats, what you see with your eyes, is usually the stats will. That's what I was always intended, right? It was to, to watch the right. fight and then look at the stats after. Look at the stats. Uh, as you go, as a, as like a guide, but that would not shock me if the numbers backed up. Uh, what we've seen from Plant is it's just running out of steam, or that you know, defense can't hold <clears throat> up. Like his power can't keep guys off of him. That's what happened with Canelo. Like I don't think yep. Canelo respected anything that Plant was throwing his way, but Plant was fresher, fresh for the first six rounds, and he was he was moving around there, and he was he was style was a little tricky for Canelo, and then Canelo just started hammering away. I mean, yeah, we'll see if Benavides can do the same thing. And that's what makes this fight really fun. Not only that, the buildup is going to be crazy. Like Plant gets like crazy enough. Like anytime you put Plant, like he's got a big following. Um, even like the digging of the grave thing, which I thought was stupid, it like blew up on like everywhere. Had, like twelve million views on on Twitter, and he draws like he's a he, he's a ticket seller, and he's also a. Uh, you know, people tune in for his fights. That Canelo fight to big numbers. So I, I think this will be a big one for Showtime. And that's good. We need we need big numbers and big viewers. Uh, but that... Well, he's, like, always got, he's, he's always got
1: drama around him. So, like, even with the Canelo fight, like, they got into that that scuffle at the press yeah. conference and he got slapped and broke his glasses and cut his face. Like, you know, Plant, Plant's got a, a cloud of drama around him. And people love that, especially in the social media world.
0: He knows how to sell a fight, too. Like, I remember I went to... Um, I think it was, like, a Pacquiao-Thurman press conference. And uh Plant was fighting Mike Lee, the subway guy.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Is that his name? Mike Lee. Mike uh something like that.
1: Was it yeah, I think it is Mike Lee. Mike nice Lee. Guy. Is, yeah, I know. Not a great, nice, fighter. Very nice guy. Not a great
0: boxer. <laughs> very like made the most of his situation, you know. Subway guy. Somehow got a fight on on regular fox against Caleb Plant. But Caleb Plant went up there and he delivered like this like promo that was straight out of WWE. That like, I was like, damn, like this guy can talk. Like he's got the, he has a lot of like self-confidence and a lot of self-belief. And I think that comes from like where he grew up and like grew up with pretty much nothing like Tennessee, like, you know, like had a really rough, I think uh, lost his mother, lost his, his daughter, uh, been through some stuff, Uh probably doubted along a lot along the way as a white guy in, in boxing. Uh, I'm sure you can attest to uh, as well. Uh So he's got like that chip on his shoulder, which I like some, pe- rubs some people the wrong way. But, I mean, that sells in boxing. Like, you either tune in to watch him get knocked out, like with Canelo, or you're going to tune in and see him overcome and defy the odds. I love that. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, First half, Chris, of boxing. Fury Usyk, looking like that's going to happen. Wilder Ruiz, which they have Wilder's camp saying that Ruiz is, is next. Like, that's going to happen. Tank Ryan, we just talked about, you know, penciling that one in. Haney Loma, May 20th, reported that last week, happening. Plant Benavides, happening. Inouye Fulton, happening. That right there is a massive first half of 2023. Massive. Those are big, meaningful fights with names that fans want to see, matchups that fans want to see. Good betting odds on these fights. No real massive one-sided fights here. Like that right there is what can get boxing fans excited. That right there can make the upcoming February boxing schedule, if not looking great, it could it could hold us over because we know down the line we're seeing mega fights.
1: Yeah, I'll take a month off when I got all that that shrink. Because listen, with a lot of good fights, a lot of good weekends, that's exhausting. We, you know, especially well, guys like mean, us, have to cover it. Yeah, we got to cover it day to day. Uh, a couple times a week, and also we, we're, we're fans on top of people who work in this industry, so it's we we get it. We get racked over the coals when there's a lot of good fights, so we'll we'll, we'll take February to get in shape, right? We'll be training. February, we'll be like
0: our... start booking some guests. We'll do some some guest interviews?
1: We always do guest interviews. We've we we, we haven't done that on, yet. Bring we our haven't... friends on.
0: Yeah, we haven't done that yet. We haven't got someone on the show where we're both grilling them. I think that would be kind of cool. Uh, February, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get creative. There are some fights in February. Uh, Lara and Wood, um, the All Women's Card, February fourth. <coughs> there are some some good ones, but it doesn't. Those are,
1: yeah, those are those are good fights.
0: Right, those are. We'll definitely talk about them. We'll definitely preview them. But you know, I do want to bring the best possible show uh, every single week. So there are some good fights coming up. Um, we want to talk about Edgar Belanga, top rank. Yeah, have parted Edgar ways. Belanga, my boy. Um, this was something like we kind of could like, they didn't hear any, hear any rumblings about, but could kind of see coming. Um, interesting because there was a mutual party. Uh, usually you see, you know, you know, lawyers get involved, litigation, holdouts. You've been there. Some of the biggest names yep. in boxing have all, you know, had legal issues with their promoter and whatnot, but no, not, not with this one. Uh, I'm officially a promotional free agent prolonged said in a statement to ESPN. I want to thank top rank Bob Arum ESPN, uh, for the last few years. I'm excited for the future. We'll be waiting for my manager to tell me what the next move is. I've sold out the theater at the garden. I've set a goal for myself to sell out the big room at MSG and throw the biggest party at the garden that Puerto Rican fans have ever seen. I cannot wait for the future.
1: Yeah. I mean, Edgar's a friend of mine. I've trained with him in the gym many, many years. Um, you know, you, like you said, you alluded to us having... We could see it. You know, there weren't any grumblings. There wasn't, like, a lot going on. This was handled very, very professionally from both sides, which I'm not surprised Top Frank is is very professional in the way they handle things. And, and uh, Keith Connolly, also my manager, who, who handles Berlinga in his career, figured it out, and, you know, they part ways. Question is, where does he go now?
0: I think Matt's He's room got, USA.
1: Makes sense. You know, that makes sense. He, he He still has the Puerto Rican star power. He can still sell out especially in New York um you know he, he's got that great record in those knockouts although he has been knocking people out lately and um but we got to see where he goes from here because once the competition stepped up with Berlanga those fights changed dramatically they went from first round blowouts I think he had so how many did he have in a row 16 17
0: 17 it became his thing it, yeah. that the, the knockout streak became it was a blessing and a curse for him Blessing because it's
1: <laughs> definitely a curse.
0: Blessing. Obviously, if it could do a pie chart, it would be like 70% curse, 30% blessing at first.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, The beginning of it, it was like this guy was fighting on, on regular ESPN. They're comparing him to Mike Tyson with this knockout streak. It was captivating, like non-boxing fans. I had my friends hit me up. Yo, who is this Barlonga guy? This guy's the truth. You know, he's knocking guys out like Mike Tyson in the first round. That's great because you're going to have to find a way to get noticed in this sport, but it, it, it got too much. Like it, it, it became like kind of defined who he was and it's not, you can't live up to one round knockout. You can't possibly only go down from there. And once they started matching him, I think it was DeMond Nicholson, who we saw him. fight yeah, personally. Personally. I, I, Andre. Like not a world beater by any, any means like got knocked down five times, but did go the, the 10 round distance And then he had that fight, the last one, where he bit the guy. And he's had like these performances where you just you don't see a second gear, like you don't see adjustments. And I I think his name got a little bit bigger than his talent. And he enjoys the limelight. He enjoys you see him with Fat Joe, you see him with Tracy Morgan. He enjoys that life, and that's fine. That's part of the sport and part of fame and being a boxer. But sometimes it can be too much, and sometimes it could. Give you false hope or false. What's the word I'm looking for? False, like he thought of himself as a, as a superstar when he was, he was not there yet. And that's very dangerous in the sport. Top rank was in a position where they could not. They wanted to match him in tough. They couldn't really find anyone to, for him to fight. He probably wanted to slow down a little bit. Top rank wants to move him up. Not only that, top rank has a slew of really good prospects now. Like when they signed Berlanga, they didn't have like all these guys that they have now. Like for longer was well, there? I remember, and Zayas. I, remember,
1: I remember when they were going through when you know when they were getting ready to sign him. I remember the the you know I, I worked for Top Rank all well, regularly and I remember the message, and they're like, "Is this kid for real? Like, can he really punch like that?" I'm like, "No, he, he's for real. He trains hard." And then then the question became, "What's going to happen after the first round?" I'm like, "Oh, I see him in the gym. He spars a ton. Like he you know he gets his rounds done. I think he'll be fine." Um, there was a lot of questions around him, you know, from from all sides. So um, and I think there still is. You know, but, like you said, once you start seeing these young guys hanging out with celebrities, going out to parties, he's not even twenty five years old yet. You're not a world champion. You haven't made, you haven't you haven't earned the confidence that you're exuding yet. There are guys out there who can really fight. I mean, really dangerous guys that you have never heard of that can come from anywhere making can have five, six, seven losses. You got that guy. he's out there. And you're out here in the club. He's out there in a favela somewhere. Training, training to beat you. It, it, it's, it's no way to live when you're a prospect. You're And these kids, these, these kids, these you know, sub-25s who are hanging out, drinking, getting heavy in between fights, getting seen with Fat Joe, going out with so-and-so celebrity, no good, no good. There's, that, that is that is a, a death sentence for a young fighter. You've got to be disciplined. You've got to get there. It's, it's a different thing when, you, when you're the man. But uh, when you think you're the man too early or when social media tells you you're the man, yeah, that's a, that's a recipe for disaster.
0: It was all of the above. It was like the knockout yeah. streak, uh, the fame, um, the the notoriety famous on social people. media, so people hanging media. on, um, latching on to him, um, you know, calling out Canelo saying I'll I'll fight Canelo You know, it was selling tickets like was did definitely did sell out the, the theater. I was there for many of them, and it was a raucous crowd. But then the fight would come, and he wouldn't get that early knockout. And then he wouldn't cut off the ring. And he would get tagged a bunch by the Steve Rolls. He would get tagged a bunch. And then all of a but sudden. got dropped
1: by Closeros when he, when, he, uh, yeah. when he blew out his bicep.
0: And that's when you're saying, like, all right, you can sell a ticket. But if you're going to sell those tickets, you got to give the fans a performance. Like, Philip feel that sold a lot of tickets, but he gave you a lot of knockouts. Miguel Cotto sold out the Garden numerous times. Puerto Rican Day Parade weekend and gave you legendary performances like awesome places two. it's it, it's two levels of it celtic it's give us performances like i don't know what's
1: that felix trinidad is another one felix trinidad is another one the guy. the guy had almost no personality but his fights were incredible right. all of them and he knocked people out he got out there he would get dropped he'd roar back you know you don't need to be the outside people want to see fighting people want to see the good fight Cool, your walkout was great. Cool, you're on social media, you're taking pictures and popping bottles with whoever. You got to fight, dude. That's 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 what we're talking here. This is boxing.
0: Yeah, so uh, I think Matchroom, I think would be the logical stop for him. Uh, Keith Connolly, your your manager, has a pretty good ties with Matchroom. A lot of his fighters fight there uh, with Eddie Hearn and on the zone. I could see Matchroom USA. Um, they need American stars. Uh, names. I don't even know what, like, names. He's a name. We They need yep. American names. <laughs> and they do these American fight, these cards, and they're doing less and less of them, put Berlanga on one of them, see what he's got, if he can still turn it around, because he is only 25 and he does have really good punching power. If he can turn it around, they can find big fights for him, like Jaime Wongui is out there. Um, I'd have mm. Diego Pacheco. I wouldn't put him anywhere near <laughs> Edgar Berlanga. But Pacheco is... Like, what? Is he even, like, 21? I, I, he's really young. But.
1: <laughs> he's one of my favorite prospects today. But they this can find project. someone
0: in a 168 matchroom. And then they they could kind of, like, rebuild him and and see what they can maybe cash out and, and see what he can get. And I'm sure Eddie and matchroom want to do a big Puerto Rican uh, per, uh, day uh, fight there, too. Another thing with Belanga is I thought that, like, maybe his ego was getting in the way, too. Like, I think Xander Zayas outgrew him in skill. Uh, career development and like fanfare. Like, what the last fight I was at, the TFUMO one, the crowd went crazy for Xander Zayas. Like, the biggest yeah. pop of the night came for him. He's the one that's going to be headlining as much as Belanga can say that he wants to do all that. Like, Zayas is, is the guy that they're going to top rank is going to build around. Maybe they said that or they saw the writing on the wall, uh, Belonga's team and was like, let's let's go somewhere else. Um, let's go to top rank or excuse me, match room, uh, where you know, I won't be. I could be kind of be the guy there where at top rank he's probably down the lower on the list of, of prospects, you know, Keyshawn Davis, Bruce Carrington, Jared Anderson, uh, the heavyweight they have that, that uh, we always talk about the, the guy that was in the Olympics. my well, blank? Oh yeah. Um, Looks like we're to... rude. Yeah. 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 That,
1: back that, that killer knock. Richard Torres. Torres. Yeah.
0: Right. They have a like when they they're at a different place, on top. rank. when they when they had Berlanga, it they, they was just pretty much him and and Zayas that they were building around and a few other guys. But the prospects are now have out, outgrown Berlanga and he's not a priority as much uh, for top rank. Finally, uh, we got a big fight this weekend in the middleweight division. Liam Smith, Chris Eubank. Love that it's going to be on regular DAZN. Um, it's not a matchroom card. This is a boxer card. Uh, boxer usually works with Sky Sports. Sky Sports, I think, I guess, is le- letting it on the zone so us Americans can watch it uh, with our subscription. Love that. I'll be tuned in Saturday afternoon before <laughs> the Giants play the Eagles. Um, Eubank, minus 250 favorite, Chris. Uh, we know about Chris Eubank. Supposed to fight Conor Ben. Uh, I think he came out smelling like roses after that. Handled it well. Clowns Conor Ben every day on social media. Still did it this week, which I uh, I love that. Um, Liam <laughs> Smith's been around forever. Fought Canelo. Has a little bit of a career resurgence. Three straight stop- stoppage wins. Wasn't really known as a stoppage guy. Uh, this is it for both guys. I feel like um, Eubank should win. Like, But I feel like it's almost like a crossroads fight. Where whoever loses, we're not going to be seeing them in, in in main events. Eubank can't afford to lose this fight because I would not be shocked if he fights Conor Ban again because there's just too much money around it and there's uh, that will happen. That's a whole other story for another day. Liam Smith loses; he's his days are, are probably over as a main eventer. If he wins, that's a big, big, giant win uh, for Eubank. How do you see this fight uh, playing out? It's a tough one to to, to pick like a def- a definite winner.
1: Yeah, I think I think. Uh, it, like when you, it pops in your head, you're like, "Oh, of course, Eubank's you, you should win that fight," like you said, right. you plus two fifty favorite. Um, but I think that's more because of just of his presence in the media recently, and like how he's talked himself up into being, you know, this amazing fighter. And he's, his mind games are that. amazing. Yeah, they're, they're great. He's a great. He's a great talker. His social media is very strong. William Smith is a, a, a chop, and I'm gonna cook him. You know, like it, It's uh, it's good. It, it's his face to face stuff is fantastic. He's got a, He's a great. Bro, did you see what they were
0: saying today or as we record this? No, I don't know. Dude, their press conference got out of control. Like Sky Sports had to issue an apology. Um, Liam Smith pretty much intimated that Chris Eubank was gay. He said – Oh, wow. Yeah, which I think is, I hate when it gets to that. Like, there's one yeah. thing to to talk trash, but get into the personal stuff. Like, it just seems desperate. Like, they're looking for either an edge mentally or promotional Well, because he,
1: he, ke- he couldn't keep up with the trash talk from Eubank.
0: Right. So he's just like, oh, you, you for someone that talks about women a lot, this is what Liam Smith said. Never seen you with one. Anything you want to tell us? And Chris Eubank was wow. like, oh, yeah, well, I heard you cheat on your wife. I'd rather be gay than, oh, than be a cheater. Oh, boy. I'm like, that's what ugly. is going on here? Uh,
1: this is what we're ugly. coming to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, I hate that cool. about promotion sometimes. I hate when like race uh, comes yeah. in involved. I hate when politics get involved. Yeah. And I hate when really personal attacks become involved. Yeah, it's fun for like people to talk about and oh now this might give you another chance to reason to tune in, but it's embarrassing all around. You know, Sky Sports issuing an apology. The head, like you know, the, the Michael Benson guy who aggregates all the boxing news the 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 quotes were insane like just like what
1: that that, I I never got into that stuff that's the reason why because it's just you know I'm gonna say something and you can't keep up with the things I'm saying and now you're gonna talk about my mom or my girl or my you know whatever it's it's disgusting it's it's this is supposed to be a gentleman's sport I hate when that shit happens like you said but the world we live in now people love it we live in we live in trash talking you know social media hits and and little clips and what, and whatnot, but it is what it is. But let's talk about the actual fight. <laughs> I,
0: so, we, did, we did need to talk about that, though, because I was shocked. Yeah, let's
1: talk about the actual fight. So I think this fight, actually, stylistically, uh, it's a good matchup. Eubank, since he's been training Roy Jones Jr., he's he's changed his style quite a bit. He's got kind of that front hand down. I don't know if he's with Roy Eubank. for
0: this fight, though.
1: Oh, interesting. But I, I, he's been fighting like Roy his past couple fights, whether you know, he's with Roy or not. I'm sure some of those, some of those caveats are going to be a part of it. He's very athletic. He's explosive. He jumps in from the outside. Similar, you know, Roy Jones-esque. Listen, he's no Roy Jones Jr. I don't think anybody can fight like Roy. I don't think anybody should try and fight like Roy. Right. Roy was otherworldly in terms of his, his, his vision, his, his, his reactions, his judge of range and his power.
0: Yeah.
1: Chris Eubank ain't, ain't, ain't Roy Jones Jr. But, he has employed some of those tactics—the leap and left hooks. He's got a very nice hard jab that he throws from the hip. Um, he dropped uh, he dropped uh, Smith with that a few times. Not Smith. Um, who was that? The uh, I always have trouble with this guy's name. Uh, he fought Liam he fought, Williams. Um, Liam Williams. Liam. A different Williams. Liam. Liam. Well, everyone's named
0: yeah. Liam over in the UK, so I understand. Yeah, exactly. You.
1: I should have just said Liam, but whatever. Yeah. So it's like Joe here. That hard jab. That hard jab from the hip, which he throws uh, very well, and it's hard to see. But Liam Smith fights very straight up, right? He's got his hands up. He's very solid. We saw him in the the Canelo fight, really just walking him down. With William Smith, what you see is what you get. He's going to come forward. He's durable. He punches well with both hands. He lets his hands go. He's got decent power. He's got a good chin. So that kind of style can give a guy who's very athletic and unorthodox a lot of trouble. So I think if if Eubank is going to go out there and fight with that arm down, throwing those slashing shots and jumping in from the outside, those clean straight punches from Liam Smith could give him a lot of trouble. And I think he's big enough and strong enough to actually get some respect from, from, from Eubank. So I see this being, being a fight. Um, I think ultimately the difference is going to be the athleticism of Eubank. Uh, He's physically strong. He's got good power. He's explosive. And he can just move a little bit better. And like you mentioned, Liam, Liam Smith, certainly in the twilight of his career, a loss here could potentially, he said be in end of his main event status, might be the end of his career in in yeah in, in general. He's been you around. Know, he, a he's, while. He's been around for a long time. He's fought some tip top guys. Uh, this is a bit of a grudge match. But if he you know, if, if he's still got more in the tank, this could be this could be a real fight, but I'm not so sure he does. So I got I got Eubank coming out in this fight, probably by decision. Um yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go decision for bank, Eubank. Yeah.
0: I would say take the rounds, whatever the over under is. Take the R. I think it's gonna go mm-hmm. into a decision. Um, yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. I'm looking up Chris e- uh, Chris Eubank's age. Both, not well, senior senior. Fifty six came up. Uh, I think <laughs> Eubank Jr. is 33. No yeah, kid. Still, still in his prime. But he has way, it's way better talent than uh, Liam Smith. Like Liam Smith obviously fought Canelo, but after that, it's not really not. And that was like 10, 10 years ago. Um, yeah. Eubank has a pretty good. Resume. I think he has a little bit more left in the tank. Um, throws sixty-three he punches. A resurgence. Around. What?
1: At least, at least he definitely has had a resurgence. You know, at, at least motivationally recently. Right.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, the the Ben thing kind of really put him in in the in the spotlight even more. Like we said, came out really looking smart and handled that really well. And I think yep. he he if he had. Some fans on the fence about what they thought about him. I think he he made a lot of fans with the Connor Ben situation. But in the he won ring... me
1: over. I was I wanted I I thought Ben was gonna win that fight. We were talking about that. i like I like Ben in that fight. Now it's like like you said, if you're on the fence on Eubank, man, it, he he showed out and showed that he can talk to the talk and potentially walk the walk.
0: I think, yeah, I, I think Eubank um he, he should win this one and and props to him for pivoting from the Ben fight to take on somewhat of a of a tough test. Like he could have but he's at that age, thirty-three, where he's got to fight in in big fights. Like, what is this guy? Like, what is Eubank? Is he a world title contender at one sixty? Uh, he he was on that path in like twenty nineteen. We beat Karabov, and that was like a, in the U S. And that was like that Karaboff got hurt, and uh, it was they brought uh, Showtime brought him over to the states because they were looking to match up Eubank with Charlo, uh, which could still happen because Jamel, Jamal Charlo is the middleweight champion. The division is an absolute joke. Uh, Golovkin is one of the champions. Charlo has the belt, uh, there. Uh, Janabek has the other belt. It's a dumpster fire. Um, Eubank could put himself into there somehow. Like, he's got a name, and if he knocks out Smith or he has a really good performance, you know, they're going to be pushing for him to, to either try to get in the title contention or go back to the money fight with Connor Ben. Because I, 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 do we really want to get? I I think the Ben fight will happen.
1: I do too. I do too. I think I think uh, you know Eddie's Eddie's angling for that right now. Uh, uh, so I, I I see that fight happen. We we said that almost from the beginning. Like once yeah. once this all gets cleared, because it will. This is boxing. It's nothing. Yeah. The, nothing, more they nothing, talk, nothing new. the more they
0: talk. The more they talk. We've been
1: around been around long enough that we know that these these things get swiped under the rug and then uh, the the big fights happen.
0: Yeah. The more Hearn side and Ben keep talking. Is because they know that he's probably going to somehow get exonerated through some loophole or something, and they're going to be able to make that fight because it's it is a big money fight. And Eubank Eubanks is in a
1: great spot because he's a he's wonderful got that spot. fight, and, and he's got great leverage for, for the negotiations of that fight. But he also, I mean, you got Triple G around, you know, that's that's still a very viable money fight. Um, that's a really tough fight for Triple G to take on, I think, but uh, it's a good fight. I mean, it's it's not the Charlo brothers fighting Triple G, but uh, I don't know. I could see it. I
0: could see it. I would love to see it. I just don't know what Golovkin – getting into the mindset of Golovkin is, is a really hard thing to figure out because, I don't know. I mean, he just fucking Canelo and made a boatload of money. Like, he could easily retire. Or he could look for another big, massive payday with someone else. I don't think Eubank gives him, like, a m- massive, massive payday. Mm -hmm. i don't know it's really hard to figure out the middleweight division but this will be a fun fight somewhat of a 50 50 fight i I shade eubank uh i I like the rounds um don't know if i would touch eubank by on the money line but it should be fun uh i think joseph parker's on the card too heavyweight he's coming off that joe joyce uh i got his ass handed to him that was a tough tough fight um
1: surprising for me that he's coming back right no, well, it's surprising that he got his ass kicked the way what you just I don't, said. I don't really like that. that I said that.
0: I don't really like that I said that. Why did I say that? Ass handed? I don't yeah, yeah. yeah. like that. I'm sorry. I, I apologize I, on yeah. the spot.
1: Yeah I, uh, I, yeah, I was surprised that that he lost to Joyce the way he did. Um, but yeah, coming back as fast as he is, especially as a heavyweight. That was October. I mean, yeah, opp- opportunities, go right for it. I like Joe Joe Joseph Parker. He's a He's a, a a good guy. I think he's a very very solid heavyweight, especially during during that era. He might have missed some of his bigger opportunities, but um, he's taking them now. Great guy.
0: Got Joshua, but did very, lose. He's had he's been in a lot of big fights. He beat Ruiz. Yeah,
1: very very solid. Um, but his his career was a very start and stop. It seemed like, unfortunately. I think I think when he had his momentum, he didn't really get to string those fights together at the right time. Yeah. Um, was kind of sitting on the outside for a while. And now is getting getting the calls, maybe a little bit late, but whatever. Go go make that money, Joe, and go, go make out that there. Money
0: player. Kick Four some ass, months, like,
1: like 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 my partner Dan likes to say.
0: Four months it's been since the choice fight. Usually, you know, get that uh, six month suspension if you have a rough fight. That's interesting. Um,
1: I uh, I don't know that this. It, it, it depends on like your state. Thing. I, yeah, I, dude, I fought, I fought Pacquiao five months after breaking my orbital against Ruslan. So that's true. Uh, I don't know. You're built you know? different, though. Yeah, but oh, we all are. <laughs> I, I'm built different among amongst different people, but you know, we're amongst different boxers. But yeah. We're, all right, we're fans, all, we're
0: all different. fans and friends. A lot to talk about. It was a fun episode. I love talking about big fights. Um, I think that's when the show's at its best. I think that's when boxing has had its best. There are a lot of big fights coming up on the schedule. You got to be a little patient. And once we get to March, and there are some good fights in February, but things are really going to pick up, and you know where to find the best analysis every single week. It's right here on Inside Boxing Live. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. As always, remember to uh, protect yourselves at all times. Keep your hands up. Stay out of those DMs.